0: Hi, I'm Maria Theoharis, The Harris of Fellow Sews on social media. Welcome back to Server 50 Podcast on Sew Organised Style. Grab a cuppa and relax with us. Many thanks for the ongoing support from the Patreon community for Sew Organised Style Podcast. Your ongoing support every month keeps me developing these podcasts so you and our listeners can hear from sewers from all walks of life. For anyone who sews, the Server 50 Instagram account editors want to see your makes for September. When you post your latest makes on Instagram, continue to use the hashtag server 50 as well as the hashtag server 50 september all one word. Currently, there are over 243,000 posts using the tag server 50 We'll find you faster in September when you also use the tag sova 50 september We hope to see your makes more often during the month of September.
1: The Val
0: Breast Form?
1: Yes. I started making that for my sister-in-law. She's a breast cancer survivor. She had a double mastectomy.
0: Cassie of Primrose Dawn Designs is our podcast guest. While the sound quality is not great, Cassie's design work and thought in developing the Val Breast Form this year is new to many people interested in bra forms as an alternative for people living with breast cancer. Previous breast cancer podcasts are on the podcast website. Cassie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for coming on to it for Cyber 50. It's a
2: real joy to have you here today. Thank you for inviting me. You're most welcome. Now, where can people find you online?
1: At primrosedawn.com or on Instagram at primrosedawn design.
2: Can you talk to us about how you started your lingerie line?
1: I used to design knitting patterns which I did from about 2006 until 2018. And I had to give it up due to some carpal tunnel problems. And I've always loved designing clothes. I used to work in the fashion industry. I have a college degree in fashion design. I had to leave the fashion industry after my husband joined the military. We had to move away from California. I needed a fashion job that was a little more portable. So I started designing knitting patterns. So I had to give it up. And I thought, well, maybe I'll start designing sewing patterns and I had always been interested in lingerie even from a young age I always liked having pretty undergarments so my husband said if you're going to design sewing patterns why don't you just design lingerie since that's what you've always wanted to do and I said you know what I think you're right I think that's what I'm going to do I'm going to give it a try and I had already started sewing some of my own bras I had found the bra patterns by cloth habit and I really enjoyed them and I thought you know what I want to start designing my own. So I jumped right in.
2: And the lingerie patterns that you have, what sizing do you offer?
1: I created my own sizing system. So it it doesn't really correlate to like U.S. sizing. So the waist sizes go from 26 inches up to 50 inches and the hip sizes are 35 inches up to 60. So
2: that's a great range.
1: That was one of my main goals to have an inclusive size range. Some of the lingerie sewing patterns I've bought from other makers seem to have a really narrow size range. I feel like I'm a medium size in U.S. sizing, and yet I was having to make the second to largest size in the pattern. And I thought this is really excluding a lot of people who probably don't have a lot to choose from in the stores buying ready-to-wear. It was really a goal of mine to have a wide size range.
2: And most recently, you've had a call out on Instagram for a new product you've launched recently. Can you talk to us about that new product?
1: The Val Breast form. Yes. I started making that for my sister-in-law. She's a breast cancer survivor. She had a double mastectomy. And this was really my first personal experience with being around someone that had breast cancer. And she was telling me how hot and uncomfortable her silicone prosthesis were. She had asked me originally to make her some knitted knockers. She said, someone at the hospital showed me these knitted knockers. Will you make me some? And I said, oh, okay. So even though I had given up knitting, I thought, well, it's a small project. I can do it, right? So I started knitting it, and about 15 minutes later, my hands were killing me. You know, they were going numb. I was in a lot of pain, and I thought, oh, no. (laughs) But I, I pushed through it, and I made them and sent them off to her. And she said, oh, these are so great well, I'm going to want more, maybe in different sizes. And I thought, oh, oh no, I can't knit that many of them. My hands just can't take it. So I thought, there has to be a sewing pattern. So I looked online, and I couldn't find anything. And I thought, well, I make patterns, so I'm going to have to make one, right? So I had her measure her prosthesis that she didn't like wearing, just to give me the dimensions and a general idea of the shape. And I started from there and kind of turned my basic bra pattern into this breast form. So I made her a few samples of pieces and sent them off in the mail. And she says, oh, I love them. Make me more. (laughs) So I did. She really enjoyed them, And I thought, well, there has to be other people out there who want to make something similar that they may not necessarily know how to knit to make a knitted knockers. I had put that on the back burner for a while. And then recently I turned it into an actual pattern for other people.
2: So when I saw that you had the call out for people to test this pattern, it was with uh, Tina, who is Bricolage DK.
1: I started working with her several years ago. She was a pattern tester for me on my Delveen bralette pattern. Mm-hmm. And she had asked me when she signed up, she says, I had a mastectomy. I'm flat on one side. Can you tell me how to take the dart out on, on the one side? And I, at that time, I didn't really know how to do that. And she says, well, I'm going to play around with it and, and I'll show you how I do it once I figure it out. And I said, oh, that's great. So that kind of put it in my mind like, oh, there's women out there that will need this for it to be flat on one side. And then after my sister in law's experience, I thought, oh, there needs to be mastectomy bra patterns out there. I had only seen a couple when I tested my Annika wireless bra pattern, the mastectomy and flat cup options. Tina wasn't available at that time. But when it came time for the valve rest form, she was available and was really excited about helping me. She gave me a lot of really good feedback.
2: And it was some of that feedback about fabric and how it feels against the skin?
1: Definitely. Yeah. The ones I had made for my sister-in-law were just out of clothing cotton, and my sister-in-law didn't need to have chemo or radiation, so I think her experience was a little different from some other people. She didn't have like the extreme sensitive skin. Yeah. So it wasn't an issue for her, but some of the testers said, oh, if so you've had radiation even, you know, years after your recovery, it can still be really sensitive. So it's important to have really soft knit fabric. So I made some knit fabric just to make sure it still looked okay. Yep. And also there's a, an opening on the back so that the wearer can adjust the level of filling. Right. And I initially used a snap closure and some of the testers said, oh, now this would be really uncomfortable we need to think of another way and someone suggested doing an um, overlap pillowcase closure. Okay I'll rework the pattern. So I reworked the pattern and I actually like it a lot better than the snap closure so then you don't have to find a snap and go to the trouble of hand sewing it on. So it ended up being a much better option.
2: Oh no that's really good. You took their feedback and you've come up with a product that is comfortable and meets their needs.
1: That was my goal.
2: You've done it. That's great.
1: <laughs> Thank
2: you. Cassie, what's next in your development for either lingerie or for people who have had a mastectomy?
1: I have another bralette pattern in mind, another wireless pattern. I'm definitely going to include a mastectomy pocket and flat cup options like I did with the Anika wireless bra. I think that's important and I'm going to try to include that in my future bra patterns as much as possible.
2: Does your sister-in-law consider you the best sister-in-law ever? now that you've um, <laughs> the pattern.
1: I'm uh, her own sister-in-law so I guess that makes me the best and uh, she and I were friends even before uh, I married her brother she's always been a really important person to me in probably the last 20 years she likes to wear bright and colorful clothes just like I do and when she had to start buying mastectomy bras she says there's really not a lot of color choices and it's really kind of sad and I thought you know what no no boring days for you I can make you some so I've made them in bright and pretty colors for her.
0: Cassie what advice would you give people who are thinking about sewing lingerie patterns for people living with the ongoing effects of breast cancer treatments?
1: As you said fabric choice is really important having that soft fabric against the skin and taking um into consideration where their scars are and also if there's lymphedema, i think that can make a big difference you know what feels comfortable in the morning can be way too tight in the afternoon
0: exactly great kessie thank you for coming on to the podcast for Cyber 50 today i really appreciate that you have told us your story about the lingerie designs that you are developing for people who are living with the ongoing effects of breast cancer treatments
1: thank you for having me
0: you're welcome. This episode of Sober 50 Podcast on Solganized Style was produced by me, Maria Thea Harris, with permission of Cassie, soundbybentsound.com. If you want to provide a guest post for Sober 50, make sure you direct message Judith and Sandy at the Sober50 Instagram account. You can subscribe to Solganized Style podcast, but with an S, not a Z, on all good podcast apps. Make sure you go back and listen to our free Sober 50 Podcast archive. And if you can, consider supporting the production of this podcast on Patreon. Slightly but surely, the YouTube version of every podcast is being published on the Sober50 YouTube account as an additional way to connect with people who are so over ageism. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone.